everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Planting Wildflowers, and I'm your host, Rebecca Leonardis. I'm at such ease today. I just made myself a big latte. I poured it in my one of my favorite mugs. I've doused myself with my favorite essential oil because I've genuinely been looking forward to this conversation with my friend, Sarah Morden. She is one of my favorite all-time people. She's a great friend. She has been one of my truest confidants in the business world. Whenever I've needed to bounce an idea off of someone or just elicit some honest feedback, she's the one I go to. She is the real deal. And I'm so happy. You guys will remember last year, Sarah was on the show. It's been maybe even more than yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. It was it was back in 2021, anyhow. And Sarah was on the show. I will link up that previous episode in the show notes so you guys can go back and listen to that. But I knew even then I wanted to have her back because she is someone who is constantly evolving and creating newness. And the beautiful part of her evolving into the work that she does is that it all comes from us, us as women as she witnesses us, because she holds this very beautiful container for us as friends and females, and she evolves with us. She sees the needs and creates based on that. So for her to forecast the future might be a little bit tricky because she's she's watching it unfold and she's unfolding with us in really real time. So let me tell you, Sarah's a mom. She has a highly successful corporate career. She is a business leader. She is a life, health, and menstrual cycle coach. And if you're not familiar with that, don't worry. We'll get clarity on that. It's all good. And it's something you really do want to know about. Men and women alike, you got to know what this actually means. She is a creator She is a friend. She is an extraordinary listener, and she's here with us on the show today. Sarah, thanks so much for being here. Oh my goodness. Thank you. What an intro. I appreciate it. And I was so looking forward to this conversation too, Rebecca. I know every time you and I get together and we get to to jam out and have conversations and dive deep, there's no surface level, right? We get to get right into it. And I just love that about you. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. It's it's like a sparkly kind of experience. You just know that, yes, good stuff is about to happen. It's all about to be revealed. So why don't you, why don't we begin with the cycle awareness coaching? Because some listeners, maybe they didn't hear our original episode together. And I think that that role that you play in the world and that invitation that you offer to people deserves some explanation. Um, because it's, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it is. And I sometimes joke and say, you know, even five, six years ago, if you had said that I'd be talking about menstrual cycle awareness and periods and and coaching women around this, I, I would have probably laughed and thought, really, I'm not sure that's the direction I'm going in, but here I am. And it's been one of the most beautiful gifts, honestly, in my life. And like you said, in the beginning, I, I teach what I experience. Right. And so I really just teach aspects of, of what I'm experiencing in my own life. And the cycle awareness was one of the biggest gifts that I ever received in my life. It, it is so much more than just knowing what day of your cycle is you are on. 
it is this way of being. It's this way of like a whole energetic way of being. And it has impacted all areas of my life from relationships to parenting, to business, to my own self-care and self-confidence. So it's been such, such a gift. And I kind of see it as this key to like a forgotten part of ourselves, like a forgotten deeper part of ourselves that exists, but it's just been asleep for a very long time. And so, yes, there's a, there's a lot of different things that we can talk about from cycle awareness, but at, at the core, at the foundation of why I'm so passionate about it, that's, that's why. And I think also as women, we've spent a really long time trying to fit into this box. I often describe it this way that we've tried to fit into this box that we just don't fit into biologically. And because of that, and I've seen this over the years in my coaching, and I can speak to this now because I can look back because I've, I've kind of decoded this, but I used to see, you know, I used to be coaching these women and, you know, even within my own career and my own journey, and there would always almost be like this, something that was missing, like this little missing ingredient. And for me, that that's what that cycle awareness is. And I think for a lot of women, we've gone through this life where we've tried to fit into this box biologically that we don't fit into. And it's caused this, I don't know what the word is, like this tension or this a bit of a stirring within us where we're kind of like, mm, something's off, but I'm not quite sure what it is. It's like when you taste something and there's a spice in it and you're like, Ooh, I can't quite put my finger on it. It's like that kind of feeling. And so I've just been so blessed to be able to talk to so many women about this and really allow them to start to tap into their, their natural rhythm. And it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. Myself included. I've learned so much from you and you're right. It is a, it is a true remembering because it's not, I mean, this is, is not emphasized in our day-to-day lives, at least I, I can't think of a time in my life when cycle awareness has really been outside of grade seven health, you know, where that was just very surface level and left me with more questions than it ever did answers. And, you know, you just kind of figure it out. And this box that you're referring to, I love that analogy because you, you also explore the idea that we hold ourselves accountable to this 24 hour clock and, biologically speaking, that is not the natural rhythm of a woman. And yet every 24 hours, we measure ourselves on what we've accomplished within that 24 hours, that masculine driven and masculine. When I say masculine, I don't mean men. I mean the energy, the masculine energy. And we're held, we hold ourselves accountable to this And when we don't reach what we believe to be a successful 24-hour accomplishment, that's when we start to diminish ourselves a little bit more and a little bit more. And then we find ourselves in these uh, compromised positions or not living optimally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you said that so beautifully. And I think that was my one of my biggest aha moments that had me start down this whole this whole path was that idea of exactly that, like a man's hormonal landscape ebbs and flows within a 24 hour period. So each and every 24 hours, it can be very consistent from a hormonal standpoint for a man, but for a woman, 
that landscape is spread out over 28 to 30 days on average. Everybody's cycle is a little different. But with that means that our experience, our hormonal experience spreads out over days, if not a week at a time. And so it's a vastly different experience. And so when we measure ourselves up against that 24 hours of, well, last week I was so on top of everything. And, you know, I planned a date night with my husband. I felt sexy. I was felt confident. I, you know, I got to the gym, I got my projects done at work and, you know, you go, 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 and you're feeling great. And then the next week you're like, well, wait a minute, why don't I quite feel that way? And then, yeah, you get hard on yourself and you wonder what's going on instead of looking at that phase and saying, oh, here are my superpowers during this phase. So it doesn't mean that there's only a week where you can be productive. It's knowing what the superpowers in each phase are so that you can live more optimally in that flow. I love that you call it superpowers because once you discover them, they, they, you really embrace that term. It feels like a superpower. You notice yourself becoming more alive within each of those seasons or cycles or periods of time. And it, it creates a lot of productivity. It creates a lot of creativity and offers a lot more opportunity for rest. So I want to ask you this. I know that like I had the absolute joy of participating in a program that you offered not that long ago called sacred cycle. And I know that you have revamped it based on what you've witnessed within the community of women you've attracted. So let's talk about what the revamp looks like and what people, what the listeners might be able to tap into with you. Because I know we've sparked some curiosity here because even hearing it again, to be honest with you, Sarah, it, it lands like it, it's like it hits you in your heart and it's like a confirmation. Okay. You're, you're doing great. You're doing okay. It's Yeah, it's well, thank you for asking. And you're right. Like I I'm often using my hands to create like this, this circle, because I'm looking at everything now from such a different perspective. And I'm always saying, you know, everything is cyclical for us. And even this journey, like even when you start to go down this journey of exploring your cycle and your superpowers, it's all very cyclical. And it's almost like, it's like a spiral. Like each time you go through, it's like, you get to sink a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper. Right. And so I'm on that journey too. And every time I get to go a little deeper, I get to then try to share that and take my community with me the best I can. And so that sacred cycle is is, is my baby. It's, I launched it for the first time last fall and you were one of the first to, to come in, which was such a gift. And we had 15 beautiful women come into this program and it was basically taking everything I'd learned. I want to say over the last, you know, five years, but really from a lifetime in, in many ways and really pouring into this course and sharing everything from, you know, our sacred stories and how to unravel from them and, and rest and feminine energy and, and all those beautiful things. And also have a container to, to build community and connection among women. Cause I'm a huge advocate of that. And so I've taken that and I've taken the feedback from that and some of the learnings that I've evolved and deepened with along the same sort of topics, but just I've gone deeper for myself. And so I want to bring my community a little deeper into that. And so that's essentially what 
Sacred Cycle 2.0 is, which I haven't even launched out to the world quite yet, but I'm sure when this is airing, that's going, um, going to be available. And with that, I've decided this time around, the one difference is I also want to offer 30 days of one-on-one coaching because I, the, the coursework is super important and it's lifelong access. And if you're someone like me, like a giant nerd, and you like to go in and learn in your own time, it's great. It's there for you. And it's work that you could refer back to time and time again. However, I also love the, the integrating of it and the really not just learning it in your mind. I talk about this a lot in my courses and my master classes, and not just about learning it in your mind, but actually bring it it down into your body, into your heart, into your soul, into your being. And so with the one-on-one coaching that I'm going to be offering, that's what I want to support with. And so I'm really excited to see how it goes. That's an incredible offer. We will, we'll have that available in the show notes for sure. Cause there's going to be a ton of curiosity that the fact that you offer education and you know that it's being received. I mean, we, we take it all in and we think it's all up in our head and, and it is for the most part until we integrate. I'm a big proponent of this myself. When you bring it into the body, the body remembers far longer than the mind ever will. So I love that you're, you're giving the gift of this integration 30. So how will the, how does the relationship work with you then within that, that 30 days, how do you integrate together? Yeah. So I'm going to offer 30 days of one-on-one coaching through something called Voxer. And I know you're familiar with it and it's basically like a walkie talkie app. It's the thing I always wish I had as a kid, <laughs> right? You like imagine being able to walkie talkie your girlfriends. And now I just do it as a 40 year old and it's yeah. fantastic. But so it's, and you know, it's, it's different. I've talked to a few people in the past around this, where they've been a little unsure around the model and using something like this boxer app, but I'm telling you, it's one of the most amazing things because you get this almost like real time coaching um, sometimes with coaching, when you have to wait for your, your appointment, it, it, you know, you're in a different headspace. And so this is this like real time one-on-one coaching throughout the 30 days. There's not a lot of rules or parameters. I'm there for you to hold that space. And I love it. I've had a couple private clients go through this model and it's, it's been so expansive. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool platform. I'm going to drop um, some details in the show notes about how you can get yourself a boxer account. It's free. And if you want to kind of play around with it before you get involved into a program like this, just, just honestly, I use the word play because that's what it feels like. I'm with you, Sarah, like the whole walkie talkie concept is the coolest. You can also drop videos and photos and you can, um, send a recorded message. You can send a, you know, it just depends when someone decides to pick it up and listen to it. It's the best of both worlds, texting and telephoning people. People still even do that. Um, it's sort of a blend of the two and offers like just ease so much ease. So I, I love that. That's, I think that's a really nice way to stay connected Um, to really integrate what they would be learning in sacred cycle 2.0, because it is robust and it's intimate and it can create a significant amount of um, beautiful, I want to say beautiful vulnerability. Like you discover Mm -hmm. things about yourself within a program like this. So it is for the woman who is ready to deepen her own experience. 
yeah, I really, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for anyone who chooses to participate in this. I think it's gorgeous. Thank you. I want to talk to you about this concept that you've recently brought into my awareness. And I have the words written down here. I want to talk about rest, pleasure, and power. Why you land on those words and why you want to drive those three messages home to women. Hmm. Yeah. So I recently did a masterclass on this called the trifecta and it stemmed from this idea of this sequence that I found myself going through. And like I said, I, I, I only really teach from my own experience. And so I'm right alongside with you guys, maybe only just a chapter or a few ahead around working through some of this. And so what I found with talking about the cycle awareness, one of the big things I focused on was this idea of rest and slowing down and going inward. And I talked about it within the cycle awareness because there's certain points in time in your cycle where you're more drawn to that. You're more drawn to going inward. You're more drawn to slowing down. And yet so many of us have these stories and these narratives that come up around the idea of rest and slowing down, right? We talked about it in the masterclass, you know, things like guilt pop up or, um, you know, the idea of it's not productive or whatever. We have these stories built, built in around it. And so I started to explore this for myself and with some of my, my clients around really slowing down in a certain phase in our cycle, our winter phase, and really honoring that and trying to flip the story and and flip the script and what it really means to rest. And so I started to go through that myself. And it was one of the most beautiful things speaking from, to give you a little context, this is your classic overachiever, (laughs) totally was in my masculine energy. And like you referred to at the start, that doesn't mean that has nothing to do with, with your gender, but very much in that masculine energy, that hustle culture that tied a lot of my worth to my accomplishments in the past. And so even for me to go through this, this, practice of rest was not always easy. And so I became really passionate around talking about rest and I became really interested in the stories that would come up for women. And then what I found is when I started to really honor that rest, a, I ended up being more productive just as a side note, more productive for the rest of my, so that, that helped calm down the, the inner gremlin or that masculine side of me that said, Sarah, you got a lot of stuff to get done here. Right. So I ended up more productive, more like these beautiful opportunities started to flow to me. And I started to tap into this idea of, of pleasure. And actually one of our mentors is really one of our um, mentors that we have both had um, was really good at talking about this. And she kind of intrigued it in me, but it started to naturally unfold, the more I slowed down and the more I became okay with those little silent moments in between, all of a sudden I could tap into Sarah, what do you truly desire? And the number of women, and if you're listening, you know, I would ask you this, how would you answer that question? What do you desire? I think in the masterclass, we asked something, you know, what does that wild, unapologetic, sexy goddess inside of you desire? 
And that's not an easy question for a lot of women to answer. And so with the rest came more pleasure and came more, this just became easier to tap into what brought me pleasure and what I desired. And so I started playing around with that. And then the more I practiced pleasure, I became this magnet for these beautiful things to be attracted to me and come into my life. And I started to notice, I stepped into this different version of myself, like this more powerful version, this more confident version of myself. And that's where that power piece comes in. So that's a really long-winded way of answering your question, but it was this sequence of events, this rest that then led me into more pleasure that then led me into this more powerful version of myself. And I knew I wanted to teach this the minute I kind of tuned into it, but it was a year of me fully practicing and embodying and, and playing around with it before I felt this tug to, okay, I'm ready to now try to put this into words. Cause sometimes that's the hard part, right? It's like, it's such a strong feeling and you just want to like, like have your, your heart connect with everybody else's heart, but sometimes it's, it's hard to translate that. And so that's where this masterclass stemmed from. And I was really pleased to see how it landed with many of you. Oh, it was extraordinary. And as I I've told you before, it inspired me to take on um, what feels like a beautiful new initiative. So I know that 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 maybe isn't your intent to have it ripple out and impact people that way. Maybe it is, but the fact that it did and does is, oh gosh, that's just such a, that's such a beautiful thing. We have the ability to impact one another in such glorious ways as women. Um, Two things I want to not forget to say here, based on what you just shared with us. The one is you talked about the, the question of what do I desire? It's only clunky the first couple times you start to ask yourself that. It's clunky, it's weird. Even the word desire might make you feel like, oh, I don't know. I don't desire anything, but you do. You desire a lot of stuff, a lot of experiences. And the more you ask yourself and the more you adopt this concept of rest and like all of the things that it leads into, that question gets deeper and deeper. Like you gave the analogy of that cycle and how you just keep, it keeps layering, but you keep moving in this cyclical way. That's what I picture because the first time I asked myself that it did like, it really felt weird. I know I'm not alone in that, but now, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I see my, I see all kinds of things for myself. So what I, why I share this is that, um, you have to try it. You, you have to ask yourself this initially and you have to be willing to move into this. The second thing I wanted to say, and I cannot remember the quote off the top of my head, but I know I messaged you with it afterwards. Mm-hmm. You said something like women who are powerful. Do you know the one I'm talking about? And can I you do? Say okay. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly how I said it, but I was talking about, I was kind of, to be honest, when I, was going live for this masterclass, a lot was happening in the world Mm -hmm. and a lot of really dark, heavy stuff. And so I was coming forward in, you know, in this, in a vulnerable way and just being like, Hey, I'm going to be real here now more than ever. We need some hope 
in this world. We, you know, and I'm hopeful for it, but I think we need more, more humanness. And I really, really strongly believe like at the core of what I do and why I do it is because I believe women can have a huge impact on the world and making it a better place. And statistically speaking, so the one thing I was sharing is that as women rise in abundance, in wealth, in power, in joy, in pleasure, you know, all those things, they are way more likely to reinvest and pour back into their community. So there's actually statistics out there around that, that women are more likely to pour back time, to pour back money into their community. And so I feel very strongly that when we can support women in truly stepping back into their power and into their passion, that's when they can show up in their, their own way. Mm. And, you know, I shared some women might make giant waves in this world and others might be just showing up fully present in their home. And those are equally as powerful and equally as important. And so, yeah, that's, that's what we were chatting about there. So it just, it it just strikes a place in me of, of inner knowing. And I know every woman, if you sit and think on this concept, it gets bigger in your heart and it just, you feel like you're swelling with it, that you, you begin to look at how you're pouring back and where can you rise to a greater degree so that you are pouring more value, not, not into yourself exclusively, but you first, and then allowing it to pour out into your family and your communities. Like it's just, Oh, it's so feel good. And it's very real. It's not a, you know, pie in the sky sort of concept. It Mm -hmm. is an absolute reality. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's statistics out there and I I don't quite remember where, where I read them, but I, you could probably go on the good old fashioned Google and, and figure that out. But um, yeah. And you know what you were saying something to Rebecca around, you're right. The first couple of times you consider questions like, you know, what do you desire? They are clunky and clunky is a good word. It's exactly that it can feel or heavy or, like forced. Sometimes it feels very forced. Like, Oh, I'm going to write this down. Cause I feel like this is what I should say. And that's kind of an example of being in your head mm-hmm. versus the more you practice it. And the more you ask yourself and the more you slow down and you find little bits of things that bring you pleasure, that's when it starts to flow and, and feel more natural. And then that's when, like you said, you can look around your house now and find millions of things that would bring you pleasure. Your, your mug. I noticed your mug when you showed up and you said, yeah, I made this beautiful latte, like holding that mug and feeling it in your hands. Like that's an example of, of pleasure. And you will start to notice it. It's like, um, almost, I don't want to say sexier version than gratitude because gratitude's so important, but I feel like gratitude, it never quite connected the practice of it. Never quite connected to me until I started practicing this. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. So now, so as opposed to, um, sitting pen and paper and starting several sentences with, I am grateful for you're literally experiencing it and then noticing the gratitude attached to it. That's gorgeous. Exactly. Exactly. You, you got it. It, you know, I, I always practice gratitude in many ways, but the, the practice of it, of sitting down with my journal often at the end of the night, 
and writing what I'm grateful for. For me personally, and this might not be everyone's experience, it always just felt a little disconnected. Now, part of that is probably because I was still coming at it from a very masculine perspective, a very doing perspective. But, you know, I used to, we used to lie in bed and I say to my husband, what are you grateful for? And then I tell him what I'm grateful for. And I'd ask my kids what they're grateful for. We try it around the dinner table. And again, there's nothing. Those are beautiful practices. But for me, it just always felt a little disconnected. And it wasn't until I started to tap into that pleasure and, you know, simple things like, you know, at the end of the day, I could say, oh, I'm so grateful for, for my daughter and that time I had with her when I got to snuggle her because she didn't feel good. But it's another thing to be in that exact moment. And all of a sudden it's like time slows down, right? And you're in that exact moment and you smell her hair and your heart swells and you could cry because you're like, this, I'm so grateful for this exact moment in this exact time. And for me, that just allowed me to then lean into my gratitude so much more. So beautiful. I am, oh, I'm just in love with this conversation. I am a firm believer that we chase, um, we chase a lot of things, but I think we chase time a lot. We chase, so even the, the gratitude at the end of the day, that is very checklist what did I accomplish today? That's the masculine energy. I think if we paused for a few moments and considered that, not your specific example, that's just one of many, but when you describe cuddling with your daughter and having that sensory experience, it's not time we're chasing, it's space. Mm. It's the space we find ourselves in because time slows itself down when we put ourselves into these spaces where we can feel and smell and hear and taste everything around us, time is not a thing anymore. Mm. It's uh, yeah. space. It becomes the container. That's the thing mm. that, that we need to direct our attention to and direct our energy to more often than it is the idea of time. It won't exactly. work. Yeah. And that's a beautiful way to put it, that time versus space. And that it is literally how I, I think of it. Like I'm a visual person. And so I often think of, you know, when you're go, 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 and you're running through your day, the time does speed up. And it's like, you're like, like across, I don't know, a bridge with little spaces in between. (laughs) This isn't maybe an odd analogy, but when you slow down, it's like, you can slip in between those spaces and kind of see the magic that's in between those. And that's how I always visualize it when I find those moments to slow down. And all of a sudden I get to slip into this space. That's where the magic exists, guys. Like we're out there looking for the stuff ahead of us and, and we're go, go, go and and trying to get to that next thing, but it exists right there. You just have to kind of fall into that space. And I know, I mean, you do beautiful teachings around this through your meditation. Again, only through experience though, right? This mm-hmm. is why I love the work that both you and I do is because it is purely coming from this inner knowing that, and that knowing has decided to reveal itself to us in our forties. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Darn, imagine what, how, what we could have been like in our twenties oh if we had uh, known all this. <laughs> we had other things to do. <laughs> 20 year olds, listen up. This yeah. is important. <laughs> um you've got so much beautiful offerings ahead of us. And I wonder what is next? What can we look forward to from you and how do we stay connected to you? Because 
I know if I was listening to this episode right now, I'm like, who is this woman? Where do I connect with her? And how do I partner up with her? Absolutely. Um, so one of my favorite places to play around in is, uh, Instagram. So at I am Sarah Morden, Sarah with an H Morden's M O R D E N. I'm sure you can link it up to the show notes. So I love playing in there. I show up a lot. I try to pour into my community as much as I can educate and just have fun with it. Right. And so that's one way you can connect with me. I also have my website, sarahmorden.com. I have Sacred Cycle coming up and I'm so excited about it. So we already touched on that. So that is a beautiful container to, to dive into if you really want to deepen some of the concepts we just talked about. It's like the holy grail of, of what we're talking about. Um, I also do one-on-one coaching. So I've off- opened up recently, just recently, a few VIP spots. So I only do that a few times a year, but that's available as well. And then I offer, I try to jump into my community once a month, once every six, seven weeks to offer a free masterclass, like the one we were talking about the trifecta. So I have a small little Facebook group where I decided that that's my place where I'm going to jump in. It's like a sacred little corner of the internet where I get to jump in every once in a while and just teach and guide women. There's no regular posts. There's no real selling. There's no real expectation. It's just a space to come into and learn more. And so that's called sacred sessions. Um, and that's a beautiful space to come in and maybe just get a taste of what we're chatting about. Mm, Such gorgeous offers. Um, let me ask you one final question, Sarah. I, you know, we could probably talk all day. (laughs) I wonder you've spoken about rest and we touched on that quote about power and I know it ties into everything, but I'm curious on a personal level with summer ahead of us, what does pleasure look like for you? It's mm, a good question. Pleasure for me in the summer is slowing down enough to really be in those little moments. You and I've just chatted about this recently, as I know you have something coming out soon, slowing down enough to be in those moments. Um, pleasure to me is being at the beach all day and hot and sweaty and sand and places that it shouldn't be. And just being able to play with my kids all day long and be fully present and come back and have a big glass of wine or a margarita and, yeah, that it just those things. So that's that's pleasure to me. And, and the other thing that brings me a lot of pleasure, and I, I'm feeling something within me kind of begin to emerge. And I'm not quite there to put, not quite ready to put it out into the world. But it's this idea of integrating my life and my business and my brand. And and the the idea of pleasure is being able to have both kind of work simultaneously together and have this beautiful impact and yet be able to pull away and also be super present with my kids. It's like this, this dance that I'm still playing with, but, uh, yeah, that's what comes up for me when I think about it. Sounds beautiful. I appreciate you sharing that because sometimes you need an example or two, if you haven't indulged and identified what brings you pleasure personally, sometimes it's nice Mm -hmm. to ask someone else, So as you're listening to this, consider what brings you pleasure. Go back and ask yourself that beautiful question of what do you desire? 
And then make sure that you make the space in your life today to get over and follow Sarah on Insta or Facebook or check out our website, whatever feels best for you. That's the beauty of being so interconnected these days. You decide where you like to hang out and that's probably a great choice. So get over there, find out what is available and indulge. I, I, that word keeps coming up to me. Spending mm-hmm. time with you is very indulgent because it, it reveals layers of yourself. And in this moment, what I'm quite certain is most people listening don't know what they don't know. And that is not meant to offend. That's actually meant to inspire It's meant to inspire you to discover what that actually is, because the minute you peel back one layer, you quickly realize there's so much more to you and you become more and more of yourself. The more you allow yourself to jump into this cycle and begin this whole process of discovering Sarah, you're a Mm -hmm. master at bringing this to life for people and putting words and experiences to it so that they can in fact, learn it in their head, integrate it into their body, and then allow it to ripple into their lives. You're Mm -hmm. made for this friend. You are made for this. Oh, well, thank you for being such a beautiful friend. I appreciate it so much. Well, having you back at the show has been absolutely my joy. Uh, Make sure that you come back and visit us anytime you want. We love to know what you're up to. And uh, any last parting words for us? Ooh, no, I would just say, don't be afraid to be curious with yourself. You know, when you were saying that, that's the other word that was coming up for me, Rebecca was, you know, get, get curious and, and lean into, to not just the, the fun sparkles, you know, Beyonce vibes, but lean into some of the discomfort sometimes too, because that's where the magic can lie. And, uh, thank you for this beautiful conversation. Oh, I love you to bits. Come back anytime for all of you listening. Thank you. As always, you are a treasure to me. This audience means everything. If you loved what you've heard today, don't be afraid to pass this on to a friend, a sister, a mother. The content might not be what they expect from you. However, how lovely and unexpected it would be to hear from you and know that you saw value in this and love them enough to pass it on to them. Do that. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Leave us a comment and I can't wait to connect with you guys again. Thanks for hanging out. 